0: LeBron James is playing some of the best basketball of his entire career, and the Lakers in general look like they may be turning a corner. Is this the case, or are we just doomed for another heartache? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host tonight, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by my favorite co-host in the entire world, decked out in Laker Hand merch, the one, the only Laker dad. Dad, listen, we're going to talk about uh, the very obvious reason the Lakers are winning these basketball games, LeBron James. But first, let's just kind of give the Lakers some credit. Obviously, it's been a very up-and-down season, but the last four games, they have played pretty darn good. And they are still without some of their best players.
1: Hannah, that is true. I'm going to give them some credit. I think the last four games, they have looked better. Now, they've been playing with LeBron James at center, I think this is a novel approach, uh, one that they, I guess, feel they have to do. It looks like they feel that both Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan are pretty much done with their careers and don't have much to offer. So we have a very, very small lineup with LeBron James at center. Hannah, honestly, I don't think this is sustainable against good teams, but at least for the moment, they're looking better. They've had some very entertaining games of late.
0: I just want to throw out uh, some LeBron stats because, Dad, I know there's a lot of players playing well right now on other teams. But when you just look at what LeBron is doing in his 19th season, he's averaging 28.5 points per game, the highest for him since 2010. 52% 52% from uh, field goal range, highest since 2018. 37% from three-point range, highest from 2014. Uh, I mean, he is just playing out of his mind. And just even some more impressive stats. Just in uh, the last seven games, Daddy's he's averaging 36 points, 10.9, so pretty much 11 rebounds, and six assists, and shooting 42% from three-point range. Dad, I mean... I think these are MVP-caliber numbers. I mean, LeBron is playing the best basketball of his entire career, and he's doing it at age 37 in his 19th season.
1: Yeah, Hannah, I think it's very, very clear to say there's never been another player at his age who's done anything close to what LeBron is doing. He's really carrying the Lakers on his back. It's it's fun to see. You know, unfortunately, uh, he gets a little tired by the fourth quarters. I've been noticing that like the other night. Uh, But he played some very good defense in the fourth quarter the other night, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, LeBron has been spectacular, Hannah. Uh, But, you know, he's going to need some help.
0: Yeah, well, you know, a player who has been helping him a lot as of late, two guys who I think has been showing that he has a lot of really great chemistry with LeBron is Malik Monk, Dad. I mean, obviously, we saw him play really well for us in the preseason. Started off the season a little rocky, but, you know, Dad, he has really just been extremely consistent this these last, you know, few weeks, to be honest with you. I mean, this last win against the Timberwolves 22 points, he was 8 for 14 from the floor, 4 for 9 from three-point range. Just in general, you know, him and LeBron, uh, when they're together, they're actually outscoring opponents by 8.5 points per 100 possessions. I mean... Malik Monk and LeBron James have definitely figured something out in terms of, uh, you know, chemistry. And I'm just really excited because Monk was a player going into the season that I was really excited to see because, of course, he's a young guy, only 23 years old. As we all know, this Lakers team doesn't have a lot of those. But, Dad, he is playing exceptionally well, which is great for this team because obviously we needed another guy to step up, especially now that we have, you know, AD out. We still are without Kendrick Nunn. You know, we've had a lot of guys in and out because of COVID. So, Malik Monk, Dad, showing that uh, he really really is going to be a key for us this season.
1: Yeah, Hannah, you and I were calling from Malik Monk to be in the starting lineup for quite a while now, maybe even from the beginning point of the year. And of course, that wasn't happening. But suddenly, in the last few games, he has been starting. The Lakers have been playing much better. He's been contributing at a very high level. You know, he's one of the few guys on this roster who can create his own shot. He can score in a variety of ways. And he's been really, really instrumental.
0: Yeah, you know, listen, we don't want to get too excited right now because, of course, uh, the Lakers have been playing better. We'll just say the last four games. I think they've looked pretty good. But, of course... Uh, you know, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. It's a long season. We've seen the Lakers maybe play a couple of good games. And then, of course, they they go with whenever they take one step forward, they take about 52 steps back. But listen, things are definitely looking better. They had a great blowout win against uh, the Portland Trailblazers on New Year's Eve. And then to back it up with a pretty impressive win again against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But, of course, a big part of that is just due to uh, LeBron James and his incredible play.
1: Yeah, and, of course, Carl T- Anthony Towns, who has demolished the Lakers in two previous games this year was out uh this last time and that helped but still I don't want to take anything away from the Lakers victory they played a solid game you know they played sound they were utterly completely destroyed on the boards I think uh Minnesota had almost as many offensive rebounds in the game as the Lakers had total rebounds it was humiliating it was embarrassing but somehow some way the Lakers still managed to win even despite the Russell Westbrook turnover machine.
0: Yeah, we were actually outscored uh, by... 56 to 28. So that's uh that's pretty pretty darn rough, Dad. But yeah, on you know the yeah, on the rebounds. But I mean that's kind of to be expected again when uh we're playing such small ball. And of course, moving forward, that's gonna have to kind of be the question mark is this lineup where we are playing so small with LeBron uh, you know, playing center for us, is that really realistic? Is that the best situation for us moving forward? But you know, listen, last few games it's worked, and of course, you know, we are without Anthony Davis, so we kinda just have to do uh, what we have to do, but dad I, I want to move on really quickly because there is a lot of Laker news. Uh, the Lakers right now have some decisions to make. You know, some of their ten day contracts, of course, those COVID contracts are coming to a close now. They've got to decide if they want to keep Avery Bradley. Um, they want to decide if they've got if they want to keep Stanley Johnson, who I know a lot of Laker fam is really hoping they do. Uh, Dad, what are you thinking about these two guys in particular?
1: Well, look, Hannah, um, I think that Avery Bradley has played well all season. Man, you know, they got him, remember, shortly after the season started. He had been on the Golden State roster. The players on Golden State apparently did not want him cut. The front office didn't listen, and they cut him, and the Lakers immediately picked him up. Man, you're talking about the win over the uh, Timberwolves. The Lakers won that game because of Carmelo Anthony's four-point play late in the game and then an incredible shot from Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley is really important to this team. He's got to stick around, Hannah.
0: Well, and here's the reason I I agree with you, and I believe that he's going to stick around because the Lakers just traded Rajon Rondo. So Avery Bradley, I don't think they would have done that if they didn't feel like they were going to keep Bradley around because, of course, they they should have another ball handler. And, of course, I think they just saw that Avery Bradley is probably the best guy moving forward. So I think the Rondo trade, the latest Rondo trade, of course, is pretty, you know... uh, a good evidence that they are going to be keeping Avery Bradley around which I, I agree with you dad I definitely think it's the right decision now Stanley Johnson dad I know you are very very hot on Stanley Johnson they've got a decision to make with him you know because they gave him that COVID contract they can either just resign him outright they can offer him another 10-day contract or they can offer him two 10-day contracts uh just right outright and then sign him so dad what do you think the the Lakers are going to do? do you think they're just going to show some faith in the kid and give him a contract right away? Do you think they're going to try to do another shorter-term contract? What would you do if you were Rob Palenka?
1: Well, one thing I know, Hannah, is unless the Lakers are ready to pull off a trade to get another good wing player, and I, I don't know that they'll be able to do that, I think Stanley Johnson has been a difference maker since he joined the team. He's been starting the games the last few games. He's played very well. Again, it doesn't always show up in the stats, but he makes some key defensive plays, some key hustle plays. He's a tough guy. You know, he's got some size and some length that the Lakers did not have before he joined the team. I mean, to me, Hannah, again, unless there's somebody else out there that they can pick up or trade for, Stanley Johnson seems like a natural fit to me.
0: No, I completely agree. I definitely want them to keep Stanley Johnson around. I mean, listen, it, it isn't really a coincidence that ever since we brought him around, Lakers have been playing better and, you know, Daddy, mentioned it. Lakers desperately needed a wing player and, you know, he came in and he was the exact player that we needed. When you look at his stats, you wouldn't think he does much, but he's kind of like Caruso in that when you look at Alex Caruso's stats, you wouldn't think he was doing that much either, but but when you watch the game, you see what an impact he has. Of course, he brings so much energy, so much hustle. And again, the Lakers are so thin at that forward position and in particular in a, that wing position that I think they definitely need to keep him around.
1: You know, Hannah, I noticed that a lot of the Laker veterans, they don't really hustle that much, it seems at times. They don't, they don't really go after loose balls aggressively. You know, they don't really dive on the floor or really, really get in there to try to get those rebounds. Stanley Johnson is the exception to the rule on this team. He really does hustle. He really, you know, really fights and claws and, and gets in there and dives for the ball. Again, I, I he's only 25 years old. I think they need a guy like Stanley Johnson again, unless there's somebody out there who they've targeted, who they think they can get in a trade. I think Stanley Johnson should stick around.
0: No, I completely agree with you. And, Dad, I I don't think there really is anyone out there. I mean, I I can't think of anyone out there. I mean, I know it would have to come to a trade. But I like the way Stanley's been playing. I think, again, you know, he's young, provides a lot of energy, a lot of hustle. Um, I think he does a lot of the intangibles. I think he would be a great—I think the Lakers have to sign him,
1: personally. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, Hannah, I know this is kind of soft, you know, and mushy, but— He loves being a Laker. He always wanted to be a Laker. He grew up a Laker fan... You know, I just like guys like that. He's thrilled to be on this team. He's going to give his heart and soul to this team, and I think that's what we want.
0: No, I completely agree. I think it makes a big difference when a guy is, you know, so grateful for their roster spot and, of course, grew up a huge Laker fan. They, you know, they appreciate the opportunity to play for the franchise. So, I completely agree with you, Dad. I mean, listen, you don't have to sell me on Stanley Johnson anymore. I mean, I know a lot of Laker fans, they feel the exact same way. They want to keep this kid around. So, hopefully, uh, Rob Plink on the front office do the right thing and bring Stanley Johnson, sign him for. Uh, the rest of the season but we're just gonna have to wait and see but we'll definitely know very soon now dad uh, I want to end the show tonight talking about some positive news there are some updates on Kendrick Nunn apparently he is getting closer to a return although there is no exact timetable Uh, it's looking like it's going to be pretty soon though which of course it's about dang time yeah
1: Hannah let's not forget that Kendrick Nunn was arguably the Lakers big signing of the offseason a hot player on the rise with the Miami Heat Really counted on by the Lakers to be a major force this season, he was ready, I think, to take the next big step in his career and It's just been really one of the biggest disappointments of the year is he's missed the entire season the entire season, and there hadn't even been any just talk about him until recently, not even a not even an update but today, Frank Vogel came out and said he's getting closer he's getting close. Boy, that should be really, really interesting to see what he can do when he comes back.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are forgetting what a a good player he is and what a big role that I think a lot of people expected. And I know Rob Plink in the front office were expecting him to have with this team. So listen, we don't know exactly what he's going to get back, but the fact that we're actually talking about him is good news. So I I think, Dad, I think he'll be back by the end of this month. Would you think?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping it's closer to the middle of the month, to be honest with you, Hannah. Apparently he is working out with the team now. Uh, And they're keeping, you know, keeping close to the vest. But it sounds like he's getting close. And remember, he's the only guy on this team other than THT and the big superstars who's on anything other than the veterans minimum. They gave him their mid-level exception. So they must have had a lot of confidence in him. And, you know, we're all waiting to see what he can do.
0: Yeah, and I know uh, I'm very excited as well as my Laker fam. So hopefully Kendrick Nunn is able to get back soon because we definitely need him. But you know what, guys? things are really looking like they may be turning a quarter uh, for these for this Lakers team. You know, listen, we've been playing pretty well. Our next game is a very winnable game. It's tomorrow against the Sacramento Kings. I will actually be at that game. So hopefully the Lakers continue to play hard, continue to make improvements, and they get that win. But that is going to be it uh, for tonight's show. Laker fam, though, I want to hear from you. Do you guys think that the Lakers have finally turned a corner? Do you want them to re-sign Avery Bradley, re-sign, uh, you know, stanley johnson let me know you can tweet me my twitter is at hannah underscore kulik or of course message me on instagram my instagram is at hannah rose kulik until next time like your and like your dad are out bye everyone